0: To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach,
2: visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Thursday, February 27th, 2020. I'm Rich Trafalino. DoorDash announced it's confidentially submitted a draft S1 filing to the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission as a first step to an initial public offering. The company recently raised a $100 million funding round back in November, valuing the company at roughly $13 billion. It's unclear when the IPO would actually occur, with CNBC noting that rival Postmates submitted a confidential S1 to the SEC last February, but has not gone public. Clearview AI disclosed to its customers that an intruder gained unauthorized access to its list of customers, the number of user accounts those customers had set up, and the number of searches its customers had conducted. Clearview said the company's servers weren't breached or compromised and that the vulnerability has been fixed. The company also said law enforcement agencies' search histories weren't accessed. Clearview's customers are mostly North American law enforcement agencies in Canada and the U.S. Clearview scrapes images from the public web and uses associated data to train an algorithm to provide possible identity matches. At RSA Conference, security researchers from ESSET published details about a vulnerability in Wi-Fi chips made by Broadcom and Cypress Semiconductor called Crook that affects chips in iPhones, iPads, Macs, Amazon Echoes, Kindles, Android devices, Raspberry Pi 3, and routers from Asus and Huawei. The exploit occurs when wireless devices disassociate from an access point and can affect either the end user or the router itself. When a disassociation occurs from something like switching access points or signal interference, devices put unsent data frames into a transmit buffer and then send them over the air using an encryption key of all zeros rather than the one negotiated during the transfer between the endpoint and the router. This includes several kilobytes, and researchers said hackers could trigger multiple intentional disassociations to increase the chance of capturing useful data. Amazon and Apple both said the vulnerability has been patched on affected devices. In a unanimous decision, a three-judge panel on the 9th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in Seattle upheld a dismissal of a 2018 lawsuit brought against YouTube by Prager University, which claimed that YouTube violated the First Amendment free speech protections by tagging some of its content with a restricted-mode setting, blocking advertising on the videos. Circuit Judge Marguerite McCohen said that despite YouTube's ubiquity and accessibility, it was ultimately a private forum rather than a state actor for the purpose of the First Amendment, and that YouTube did not engage in false advertising with statements committing to free speech, ruling that these were merely opinions of the company. Dr. Ian Cutris at Inantech got his hands on the x86 Hygon Diana processor for testing. These were designed as part of a joint venture with AMD and licensed their Zen 1 architecture core IP and were exclusively for the Chinese market. In testing 8 core and 32 core variants, Cutrus found that integer performance was identical to similarly clocked AMD chips, but floating point performance was considerably reduced with half the throughput for common instructions and random number generation that was slower and lower quality. AES cryptography instructions appeared not to be hardware accelerated, but the chip showed hardware support for SM2, SM3 and SM4 instructions commonly used in China. It's unclear what future development Haigon may do with AMD as part of the joint venture is currently named on the U.S. entity list. Uber began rolling out in-app translation tools for messages between riders and drivers. This uses Google Translate integration and comes as part of a larger app redesign that further clarifies a ride's arrival status. The app now includes actionable notifications that show time remaining to arrivals details about other pickups en route, and additional walking directions for a pickup. Google Translate also added support for five new languages, including Kinyarwandi, Odia, Tatar, Turkmen, and Uyghur, bringing the total number of languages supported up to 108. The languages will start rolling out to users today and come to iOS and Android users in the coming days. Microsoft announced it will miss its quarterly revenue guidance in its More Personal Computing Unit as a result of the coronavirus pandemic. This unit includes Windows licenses and Surface sales, and Microsoft had projected between ten point seventy five and $11.15 billion in revenue for its initial guidance. Overall, More Personal Computing accounts for about 36% of Microsoft revenue and 30% of operating income. Square reported it earned $0.23 per share in Q4 on net revenue of $1.31 billion, up 41% of the year. Analysts had expected earnings of $0.21 per share. The Square Cash app generated net revenue of $361 million, up 147% of the year. Of this, Bitcoin transactions generated $178 million in revenue, but represented only 2% of the Cash app's $144 million gross profit. Square's overall gross payment volume increased 25% of the year to $28.6 billion. And finally, the Smithsonian published 2.8 million images and 3D models in its collection under a new open access program. All images are licensed under a Creative Commons Zero license, with the secretary of the Smithsonian Institution, Lonnie Bunch, saying, "...we are empowering our audiences, empowering them to remix, to repurpose, to reimagine all the richness we offer. We're inviting our viewers to become collaborators." The collection is also accessible by a public API with the collection data hosted on GitHub. The Smithsonian plans to add more to the collection over time, but it does not own the copyright on all 155 million items in its collection. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at DailyTechNewsShow.com. You can find show notes there and links to all these headlines there as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super...
0: Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.